and welcome to the B show. Let me move back a little bit so you can see my little, and one and two and three and four. Hi everyone, welcome to, welcome to the B show. Today is a wonderful sunny day outside. If you haven't got a chance to go out, get some fresh air, I suggest that you go. Today is also one year since like everything shut down in the pandemic. I can't believe, I don't, like we're still here. I don't really see that much of a difference, a little bit of difference. Like today they said New York City downing will also um, will increase to 50% and we no longer have to quarantine for domestic flights, which is really, really good. Can I just sit back a little bit? Cause I feel like I'm force feeding you my face. Like it's pretty and all, but like, let's step back a little bit, right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I was saying, we hit our one year and today actually makes one year since I uh, started working from home. And I don't know about other people who the same boat that I was in, I was like, so like, what the heck is going on? And we have to work from home, okay. And like the first two weeks was like, oh, that's all it's going to be. We're just going to be here for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not a long time, just here for a good time. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that after seven days, I think, I just couldn't take working on my laptop, sitting on the couch anymore. And uh, my great, great roommate, also known as my husband, he just surprised me one day. I woke up and like did like a mock desk, like table and organized all my things and got me coffee and and now, of course, I went and got me a real desk and a real chair. But at that time, we just thought we were going to be home for a little bit. And um, I sat down every day and watched a movie. Like, that's how it got me. All right, movies i never seen before, something I never did. And I think I got up to, like, over 100 movies. If you want to know or see the list, please feel free to hit me up. I saw a lot of good movies. But, yeah, we are one year in, and nothing is the way it should be, the way it would be. But... We made it, like my homies, we made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even think I would be able to get to this hurdle. So I feel like this year has taught me and everyone else, hopefully that things may seem dark, but eventually you'll get over it. The light may not be that bright, but there is a light. Taking you out of church, you know what I'm saying? So let's, you know, change the subject, get a little happy. Well, this subject is not that happy. I'm a very person who I have to admit that when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I love, during this quarantine, during this pandemic, I've fallen in love with this man who I thought maybe one day he can run to be the president of the United States. I thought he did a great job with the pan in the middle of the pandemic. And I don't know what to say, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Today I found out a sixth person has come out and allegations towards him and that he closed the door and he went up their blouse. And I gotta keep the same energy. I have to keep the same energy. Like the moment I heard from Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying, T.I., if you remember I was here talking bad about him, I got to keep the same energy. And I know in the world that we are now, we are the judge, jury, and all that in between. And we're supposed to, you know, Jay-Z and, and R. Kelly had a song, you know, Innocent Till Proven Guilty. But I don't think he should resign. But we gotta, we gotta know some stuff, Cuomo. I mean, your brother is so freaking cute and the, the arguments you and him have on his show are amazing, but I don't know, are you guys, I don't wanna say cancel because we're no longer doing that. We are mature, we're holding people accountable. And if he did what he, th these women are saying, we gotta know, right? I don't know. So that's what's popping over there. So also, I don't know if you guys are in tune as much as I am to what's going on across the world. There's this girl that looks like she wants to be Kim K, but she acts like she's Rihanna. It's all over social media and the news. She went into this Lyft car, um, yeah, to this Uber, my bad, Uber car, and she 
just real ghetto. And I think she was just, when you, when you're around people, she's a pretty girl. So when you are a pretty girl and I feel like your friends want to be around you, they start allowing certain behaviors to happen. It was three girls in the lift. And I guess a guy told them something they were doing was not right. Or like they need to wear their mask, which is, you know, mandated, especially in um, these, these cars. And the her friend was like, oh my God, Corona. And they took off their mask and started coughing on him. And, and then they took his phone because I think he was recording. And then they ripped his mask off. And she then she later did a, and he kicked her out. Like he kicked all three of them, Shelly, um, Michelle, DeAndra, I don't know, ghetto, 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 all out of the car, which he should have. And he reported them. And um, the girl went on the video to me, my boyfriend, my boyfriend told me when something like that, he was wake up, girl, who's your boyfriend? Cause he obviously wants you to get rocked. You, you did not meet the right person because you cannot in 2021 think it's okay to be looking like Kim K and to be acting like Shanika Bambiqua. You know what I'm saying? And then she was like, well, this is why I take Lyft anyway. But then the joke was in her because Uber and Lyft has suspended her and her three girls and they are not allowed to take any of those ride shares. So I'm going to keep up with this story because it's ridiculous. And I just want to know, like, if you, I've been in a Lyft now with COVID numerous times. And one time I was in Lyft with my friend Ziggy, who was on the show last week. Um, and it was New Year's Eve. We were, we were drinking, we were intoxicated. And I was just like, so under the influence. I had my mask like right here, right here. Maybe, okay. Maybe a little bit here. And he literally pulled it up and was like, nah, you're not going to get me suspended in any lifts because you can't breathe or like, you know what I'm saying? You want to be reckless. That's what your friends should have done. They all carried on. Like everything was funny and cool and cool. And I just, I don't think that's right. And we, that's the people we should cancel because you know better. And if you know better, you need to do better. I'm taking you out of church today. Like besides this highlighter, I am taking you guys and I am educating you. And I don't know why I'm doing this for free, but I'm just letting you know that's what's happening. So let's talk briefly about what's gonna be happening on today's show. Today we have my good friend. I don't know if you, like, this is like a test. Did you listen to me last week? Did you listen to me two weeks ago? Do you like the highlighter? Like, what's up? Um, I know that I said that I still, sometimes I still Carl's friends. It's, if you met me, you know why, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? And, um, sorry, I'm going to silent my phone. How rude of me. And she's a good friend of mine. Her name is Jean and she's going to be on our show and we're going to do like a quick little interview interview, and also like learn some a meal that she made. And I'm so excited to give her this opportunity. She started up a little thing during COVID. I mean, that's one thing that this pandemic has done for a lot of people and myself included. It's giving you time to sit down and reflect and to make your hobby into a business or into a dream come true. And I've eaten her food numerous times before. I can guarantee you that it tastes really good. Just that now that I'm not eating carbs, I just want to make sure whatever she's making, hopefully it's carb friendly. If it's not, you know, what's a girl to do? I just going to have to like I don't know, skip on it. But yeah, we have my friend Jean on the show and she's going to do a little demo of food that she makes. And I suggest everyone like get your notes out, get your notebook. If you're trying to impress your girl, your wife, Carl, I'm just saying, cause he can't cook for anything. And um, then we're going to have our sports talk with everyone's favorite brother, Steph Polius. He's also on another show with his brother, Gregor. Greg, because sometimes they say I say the whole government, and our first sports talk guy, Declan, they have a show, if I'm wrong, hopefully he'll correct me, I apologize, it's called Smoking Guns, it's on Monday and Wednesdays, and it's all under the tent of the Sports Hit Blitz show, so we're going to be talking a little bit with him, and we're going to go to Miss Jeannie, and she's here waiting to join. I'm so excited. I hope you guys are too. So 
Let's get this started. Hey, darling. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I was just telling everyone that I taste your cooking so I can vouch that it's good. This is not, you know, this Some is not nothing fake. <laughs> okay, great. I'm very, actually, I will say, you know, we are both Haitian and um, the only thing Haitian I know how to make Haitian food is bouillon. That's oh. a good soup. That's a good one. But um, yeah, compared to me, you, you really could throw it down. So I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. And um, we're going to do a, you're going to show us a little bit, tell us a little bit about a meal that you prepared. But before we get started, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you for those who do not know? Okay. So my name is Jean. Originally, I'm a nurse. Uh, my hobby is cooking. So I decided to start a little small catering company called Freckled Feast. Um, I called it Freckled Feast because there's a variation of foods that I make. So that's why... I call it Freckle Feast. Just a bunch of different things under one umbrella. Uh, I took it as a hobby and I kept getting compliments on my food. So that's how that started. I decided why not take it to the next level? Exactly. When did you actually start this, your, your business and, and your love for cooking? So my business officially started in 2018. Um, but I, my love for cooking started when I was really young. I think it started with the play sets with, you know, cooking, you know, with the kitchen sets and putting cupcakes, frosting on, things like that. And I won't even say because we're Haitian and like our mothers, because there's other Haitian women who don't know how to cook. But I think, I guess you just loved, you loved it. And for me, cooking is, um, and I know my mom does it too. Like mm -hmm. when she cooks, we kind of get excited to be like, how does that taste? And that joy that you can bring to people by food, because that's one thing everyone loves. Right. Definitely brings everyone together. You know, a good meal will have people talking and smiling and laughing. Yeah. And then they come back. Right. Most definitely. Okay. So what do you have prepared for us today on the B show? So today... I made for you guys a low carb meal. Um, I'm doing a little challenge with my girls, trying to lose some weight for the summer. Four months away. Four months. Um, so I decided that I'm going to do a low carb meal. Still delicious. It's, it's a summer meal almost. It's uh, ribs and Brussels sprouts. Now, a lot of people don't like Brussels, but yeah. I love Brussels sprouts. I like them steamed. I like them roasted. I like them... I guess like lightly fried. Mm -hmm. I like them sauteed. Um, I like them raw. I, I like Brussels sprouts is one of my favorites. You know what? I honestly wasn't a fan of them until when I became older. Um, it's one of those things that I learned to love. Um, yeah. So I think as long as you make it with things like garlic and sometimes bacon, if you want to get a little fancy. Yeah. Definitely something that people would always like. All right, I'm getting hungry just thinking about this. Okay, so what is the, you said you're going to be making ribs and Brussels sprouts, correct? And Brussels sprouts, so. Okay, I, so kind of like prep us in like the beginning. What is the first thing you do as a, hold on. What is the first thing you do as a Haitian American woman with your meat? You clean the meat. There's no other. And how, and how is that, just by hot water? So I use lemon or lime. Yes, water, yes. Hot water. Yes. And you do all of this. Some people use salt. I personally don't because I watch my salt intake. Right. In the Haitian world, that's called trompe. Trompe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's number one. Nobody's trying to get sick here, please. And I don't want to hear anything about salmonella. You just have to clean up after yourself. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't want to heat the, I hear the fire cooks off the bacteria off, boo. No. Because guess what? It ain't cooking it off when you're in the bathroom. That oh, You'll be crying. Or some next thing you know, you're in the emergency with a worm coming out with the ribs, you know? God, yeah, you don't want and those. And you a nurse, so... I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it and I don't want to see you. Okay. So we washed our meat and are you using pork ribs, beef ribs? I'm today we're using, um, I wish I had the presentation to show you everything, but another day if we could, we'll set something up where I can do a, you know, a live presentation. A live. Yes. 
But what we did was we seasoned with paprika, salt, light salt, because I'm not heavy on the salt, uh, garlic, onion. Those are a few things that we put in to, to get that good smoky flavor. Okay. And then after you season everything, do you leave it for a couple of hours, days? I like to leave it at least two hours and to a couple of days, um, maybe okay. four days max. Agreed. Unless you put it in the freezer. Well, well yeah. It's and then you take that out and that's a whole... Oh my right, you'll have some really juicy, flavorful meat out. Oh, we can lose weight forever, but I always say I'll always be fat in heart, like fat or us. That's it, right? I already know it's just <laughs> foodie for life, baby. It's it's just in me. Okay, so after we season with your seasonings that you prefer, um, you what do you do next? So what I like to do is I like to brown my meat. I uh, use a little canola oil or olive oil, whatever you have on hand. I brown the meat on either side for a few minutes. After that, I'll simmer it in some fluid. So I'll take beef stock with whatever seasoning was left in my bowl that I used. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I, uh, I'll boil down the ribs. Now, a lot of people don't like to boil their ribs because they feel that they lose flavor, but I find that as long as you use the beef stock and the seasoning that you use to season the ribs, you'll get plenty of flavor. Mm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't usually, unless I'm doing it on the grill, I don't boil my 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 chicken or like my ribs. Okay. I'll admit that. If it's going on the grill, I know because that would speed it up. Right, right. Yeah, but if it's at home, especially now COVID, I'll just put it on like a 375 for an hour and then keep checking it. And then I'll keep basing it. Well, yeah, that's- that juice. I, I'm just the sucker for um, really soft, tender. Yeah. And I know that when you boil them first, no matter what you do, you'll always have that product. Yeah. What if you wanted to put it in a crock pot? You could do that. Uh, you could do it on high for four hours and low for eight hours. Then it falls right off the... Right off the bone. You almost might have like a rib soup. Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay. So after you've done your boiling, when do we put that bad boy in the oven and for how after long? After about 45 minutes, I like to boil my ribs. And then after that, I put it in the oven, 375, just to get a nice coating on top, almost like you're grilling them outside. Yeah. Then after maybe 20 minutes of leaving it in the oven for 375, I'll take some barbecue sauce that I home make. Oh, would you tell us the secret of your sauce or no? Um, I'll give you a base of it. It's pretty much ketchup red wine vinegar garlic brown sugar, sugar. those are some things that we mustard or something well some oh, she won't say everything that. okay okay well that okay. and now while that's cooking when do you make the brussels sprouts so i like to make i you could prep everything prior to one of the things i like to do is prep my brussels sprouts the longer you season them the better person right same thing with meat um so what I like to do is clean them of course you have to clean everyone needs to realize cleaning is important yeah so I like to clean my Brussels sprouts after I clean them I'll season them with a little bit of olive oil salt pepper garlic oil some balsamic vinegar like I said you could cut up bacon and throw it in there it would be great in that and then saute it for a bit and throw it in the oven to roast it which is really what I did today okay Minus you now do you have uh something to show us I do Okay. So this is, I don't know if you can see. Mm. Those are the Brussels and the ribs. I have something too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to do this live. I'm not going to lie, Jean. You're my girl, but I'm going to be real with the people. I appreciate real. Okay. So first we have the Brussels. Are we eating together? No? Cheers. Cheers. Okay, this is the Brussels sprout. Mmm. This is good. What's that thing that people do? A.M. You know that sound that people like? Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's people that like to hear people eat for the sound. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know that was... Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm doing a two for one. Okay, there you go. All right. I love Brussels sprouts. Are the Brussels mm -hmm. all right? They're hitting? Yeah. <laughs> and I even like when they're like really, really crispy. Nice. Okay. Nice little. Ooh, and it's a good aftertaste. It's important. I feel like I'm on um, Top Chef. <laughs> okay, now I'm going for the ribs. 
You know what? A lot of people bother me when they eat their ribs with their fork. Yeah, me too. I don't have time for that. If you're at a restaurant, you order ribs. Come on now. Okay. Oh, like, Here okay. I go, guys. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. I love the reaction. Not even making it up. There's something in here that you didn't say. I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like I taste like um cloves, like ground cloves. I can't tell you my secret, Deb. Oh, this is amazing. Okay, for anyone else who would want to try this, um, so, how much would something like this cost? So I just oh, yeah. recently started doing um, individual plates. It's something that's going to go live in the month of April. Um, but for now, we have catered menu plates. So something like this would go for about $12 with two sides. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> we're just starting. So, you know, we, we're a little modest. But like I said, I think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> I think so. How long does it take for something like this to be prepped and made? I think after about two and a half hours total from start to finish, you could really have a great meal going. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I've been eating just chicken all week. You know what I'm saying? Trying to cut the carbs. But, uh -huh. Oh, look. look. Wow. Okay. Um, what are some other dishes that you have made in the past? Like I'm I'm your follower. I've had your mac and cheese slapping. Yes. Um, tell people your Instagram name so they could go follow you to see for yourself. So my Instagram name is Freckled Feast. That's it, Freckled Feast. No variations, no underscores. Uh, F-R-E-C-K-L-E-S-F-E-A-S-T, Freckled Feast. I'm Jean. You can follow me there. You can send me messages to order the food. There's an email address attached to the Instagram page. I'm also on Facebook, Freckled Feast, same page. Uh, if you need me, send me a message. Also, one thing about you is, guys, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not trying to gas you up, Gene. You know me. I do. <laughs> I'm going to have to end the show a little early today. <laughs> what people also don't know is, hold up, hold up, wait a minute. You know, hopefully Carl's not, or well, he probably is watching this. And babe, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're going to do for dinner tonight because I'm good. Well, there's another plate. Yes, you hit you hit me with a surprise. Surprise. So, okay, here's plate number two. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's for my Haitians out That's there. That's for the Haitian sensations. Now, for every anyone who does not know, Haitians' number one meal is guillo, which is pork, fried pork, and black rice. Our black rice, Dian Jonja. Please tell us how you made the rice. It's a secret. Oh, come on now. Come Girl, on it's a secret. So, Just okay. For me. Let me give me. You maybe need to come over and teach me how to make that. All right. So, what we because do. Because honestly, I, you can't call yourself a Haitian wife if you can't even make that right. So, right. I'm right. a Haitian American. Okay. Because okay? <laughs> I can't make this rice. Listen, it, it's it's not as hard as a lot. Yeah, of I'm not eating. Not supposed to eat carbs. I just took one bite of it because you have to sniff it. It's girl. It's mm. <laughs> okay, just tell us a little bit. All right. So what you do is you'll have to get the jaja mushrooms. Uh, they sell it at Haitians um good stores. You can find it at certain supermarkets, Caribbean goods. Um, Bria, if you live. <laughs> In Elmont, Queens. Cambria Heights, that whole Cambria area. Heights, Cambria. This grill, oh, baby. I like to oven bake my grill because it, you know, cuts off some of that fat. You don't need to fry it one mm -hmm. way or, you know, mm -hmm. a little fat. Who taught you how to make Haitian food? My mother. That specifically comes from my mother. Uh, she was heavy on cooking and she yeah. made really good food. My father also told her that she should go into catering but she wow so like Jean, i'm not even trying to toot your horn this is amazing like i said i tried some of your food but the the rice and the the grill 
it tastes like my aunt made it. It tastes like I'm from good taste. Good, good. And you know good taste. I know. Yeah, this good. is very good. I'm very proud of you. And everyone, please, please, please go to this girl's page and hit her up. I would not lie to you about food. Like you see my size. I know good food. This is it. This is hitting. <laughs> I really, really love it. I keep getting someone text me over and over. He said, I'm a friend stealer. I'm not really a friend stealer. It's just, I'm a better friend. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I hit you up. He'd be like, you talked to Jean today? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have. How about you, friend? Friend. This is amazing, Jean. I'm not going to lie to you. And um, honestly... I, I'm going to hit you up this weekend for something. All right, my love. How, wait, how long does it take for you? So if I hit you up tomorrow, how so long I, would it take? What I'm going to start to do when I let my menu go live for individual plates, I'll start the menu on a Monday and it'll be for the following weekend. What if I wanted something t Saturday? This Saturday? Yeah. We'd have to speak behind the scenes, but we could work something out. Wow, delicious. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, hold on, sorry. I always ask a random question. If you could cook for any celebrity, who would it be and why? If I had to cook for a celebrity, I think it'd be Rihanna. Um, yes, because she's the homie. Um, Beyond being the homie, she's inspiration. She took her business from zero to 100. And I would just want pointers. I'd also right. want to put that friendship through food, honestly. Yes, I agree. And also, I think because of being Caribbean women, she would probably identify to a lot of food and, and like you said, give you pointers. Now, do you know how to make curry goat? I haven't made it yet, but I'm willing to try. Okay, maybe I need to be like, you know what I'm saying? You should just dive in there and just try these things. Yes, I have no problem trying. I'll bring a bottle of Tums. It's <laughs> worst comes to worst, but I'll try it's it. It's essential. Now, do you make cake and desserts? I make uh, people rave about my pistachio crumb cake and- Oh, girl, pistachio is my favorite ice cream. Yeah, you would love this cake. It's absolutely amazing. Um, my fudge brownies are to die for. Oof. So good. Those are just to name a few things that I make. So why don't we do something, G? We'll talk privately. Like, why don't you just make a meal for me once a week? Like, I'll pay you. Give me a break. Instead of me, I am like a loyal customer at Grubhub and DoorDash. You know what I'm saying? Instead of giving them money, I need to start giving my money to my homegirl. Right. That's the reason why I'm starting that, you know, plate service. Give everyone a break from the typical four or five places on Grubhub door. Yeah. People are tired of them, you know, so. I 100% I agree. Yeah, this will give people a break from all of that. I definitely would want you back if maybe we can do just um, a thing with just you to actually show us the steps of how you do it. Okay. And um, if you would like, you can... Um, please feel free to, you know, write the ingredients and directions and send it to me and I will post it. Mm -hmm. And if, also if you could post a photo so they can see what it looked like and, and maybe we need to do a contest or something who makes the best food could get maybe a free meal or, but this was, I'm not lying to you. Like I still taste the seasoning, the, the spices. This was so good. I'm so proud of you. And to everyone else out there, when you have, like I said before, if you have a hobby, make it it's make it something because your hobby sometimes what gives you like life inspiration and and good vibes definitely breaks up the monotony of daily COVID life yes and it is getting hot again mm -hmm. so I definitely will be coming over I there's no need for you to be in this room you're not getting any food thank you very much <laughs> now that it is getting yeah like wait till the show is done bro <laughs> Um, I gotta put, put, I gotta see the portions and see what works for me and what works for you. Right. <laughs> well, he thought this is the B show. 
That's it. Um, now that it's getting warmer, I definitely will be coming over so we can, like I said, try some things together and you can really help me get my Haitian culture food down. I got you, sis. Because that okay. ain't it for me. And got you. I would love to learn. Don't worry, we got you, sis. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my girl, Jean, also known as Freckled Feast. And you are on IG, your name is Freckled Feast. And on Facebook, Freckled Feast. And I'm so thankful for having you on this show. Thank you so much, Jean. You are the best. Thank you for having me, Deb. No problem. Love you, bye. Okay, next we have my new man crush. He is a little bit younger, but you know, AJ nothing, but no, we're not gonna say that because that's our Kelly. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I should get like an applause thing. Welcome, Steph. Oh, he got a whole microphone. You came ready today. I mean, I'm typically ready. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I apologize. No, no Welcome to the B Show. Thank you. I'm glad to be on. No, I'm glad to have you on. I was just saying to everyone um, that you have a great show with your brother, your older brother, Greg, and with Declan, and it's called Smoking Guns, right? Uh, smoke and Mirrors. Oh, that's better. Smoking Guns. Yeah, is smoking, smoking Gun. I mean, you. I guess you can find a smoking gun, but when that's not what we're in the business of. Smoke and Mirrors, you know. Right. So tell us quickly how this came about, the three of you. Yeah, so uh, really, uh, Declan and Greg were kind of working on this behind the scenes, and they needed a third person. Uh, and I've, I've always kind of been in and out of the, the chats and the sports hit list group. Uh, and obviously, Greg being my brother, like we talk sports all the time. So when he came to me uh, with the opportunity to be their third, uh, I was I was excited for it. You know, it's um, it's it's something that comes naturally, just talking sports, you know, with the guys in general. Uh, but it's fun being able to, like, have a platform for it, speak about it and, and kind of choose how we want to deliver that message to the people, because uh, really the 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 show itself, you know, covers a lot of the narratives that you don't necessarily see or hear about in the media, uh, the ones that maybe aren't as popular. So it, it's fun to kind of dig into you know, the other facts and other perspectives that you might not see. Now, be honest, how is it working with your brother? Uh, <laughs> it actually isn't too bad. So, I mean, I've coached with him for a number of years. I've, you know, lived with him for uh, a lot of years and, you know, we just, we we're always in, we're very close. So I know how to, to, to handle and deal with them. How uh, many years apart are you guys? We're four, four years okay. apart. Yeah. So four years apart with him and then I have a younger brother with three years apart. Right. So, you know, stuck in the middle. Uh, the middle I, child. Oh, the one who feels no attention. Oh, you know, I didn't feel that. I don't feel like really? I had South Syndrome. Yeah, I, I, that's not me. Um, I didn't feel like I didn't have attention. I felt loved, and I didn't feel like I needed to star like like to do things to get attention. You know, um, you could ask you could ask Greg and Garrison. They have their opinions on it. I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, be, working with now. Them, how did they both get G names and you got an S? Because I'm special. <laughs> that's you being you left out you see uh, they i'm just <laughs> oh, no, no 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 you see that's you you glass you glass have empty i'm glass have oh full. all right um, okay fall <laughs> back no fall uh, back yeah. no problem sir so the so it's, it's interesting that name uh if i'm not mistaken uh greg had he chose my name and my mother chose my spelling so it's pronounced Stefan, but it's spelled like Stefan, S-T-E-F-F-O-N, which right, trips Stephanie. up a lot of people. Yeah, trips up a lot of people. The, yeah. two Fs, the two Fs is a little bit weird for people. And it's like, wait, it's not Stefan, it's Stefan. Yeah, you just uh, want it to be different. Yeah, you know, and that's what I am. I think I think that name really is what started, you know, the, this persona, who I am today, because, you know, I'm, I'm just different. <laughs> When's your birthday? Uh, March 26th, so it's coming up. Oh, it's Saturday. coming up. You're in Aries. Yes, I am okay. proud of it. I don't really go like the. I'm not like deep into the zodiac sign stuff. I know that like I'm on the border. So it's a dating show. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what's before me? It's it's Aries and what's before Pisces. That? Pisces. Okay, yeah. So I was told that like whenever you're like on the cusp of you know the the sign, then like you have a little bit of both. So I feel like I have both because people complain. I will about. agree because when we chat, I feel like you're like Pisces ish, 
but Aries also by like being grounded and knowing. All right, this is obviously <laughs> not what we, <laughs> it's like True. a whole nother thing. I mean, I'm here for all this too, though. I'm just Me saying, too. Uh, I mean, I, this is, let's be honest. This is probably our second time meeting. Yes. Via like whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I could talk to you all day, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also I also want to say I did peep the promo and I uh cutie with dimples. Uh thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I got two of them. You know, some people got one. Karen, did you see why I said my new man crush? Oh shit. Stop, Stop okay. it. Monday's coming up soon though. Just saying. All right, all right. All right, let's talk to business before my um bookie manager makes sure you're never on this show again. Okay. You know, there's always a hater though. True though. But technically he can't because he needs you for you know his I mean or it's hit list, right? I, I'd like to believe that I am valuable enough that he would not do something like that. I agree too. <laughs> I'll fight for you, bro. So don't Thank worry. You. Thank you. <laughs> okay. As I said earlier today, today makes one year since we started. Well, one year since the pandemic. And the biggest thing for all sports people was the end of the NBA or like a pause and they revamped it. They revised it since then, but where were you? Or like, what was your first thought when you heard them say basketball will be stopped? So I was probably at work. I feel like <laughs> um, I was in, in the office at the time. And I mean, I think my, my first reaction is, um, I mean, one, I don't, I'm the way I, why I consume sports now, I don't have like a cable package. So it's really just like, you know, streaming through the apps um i swear this is like the new thing that i'm hearing from everyone and i have a cable package i think me and carl are like the only ones left with you Verizon. might be you have to, you have to cut the cord but all i'm saying is i did this like four years ago so it wasn't like i'm, I'm new to this game i've been doing it for a minute you know so back when you could go to bars i used to go to bars to watch games or like yeah you know pull it up on my on my my ipad when i could right but like i obviously sad just because you know i enjoy sports i enjoy watching it when i do like and even just keeping track I'm, I'm a big fantasy sports guy so you know that time at that time uh <laughs> i was more bummed about my trip to japan getting canceled because that was gonna be my birthday trip <laughs> but um hearing that the, the you know the nba was being canceled was like a, it's like a big deal because you know it, it wasn't really that serious here yet there was still kind of right. like uncertainty people were getting sick but it wasn't, you know, to the levels that we thought it was going to be, right? Yeah, also, because like a month later, that's when it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were ahead of the curve. Down. Yeah, because because even me, my trip was like, it was kind of in peril. But like we were thinking, oh, I had a, I was gonna connect in China, which was like the scary thing, right? So everyone oh. was like, oh, I don't. It was Shanghai, so we're gonna connect to Shanghai, which was far away from Wuhan. But we're like, oh, we'll just wear a mask and like we'll just be there for a few hours, then we'll just go to Japan. So like in my right. mind, I was like, oh, it's, it's still possible, right? So that's how the thinking was back then. You know, so to see the NBA, you know, getting canceled and them taking it that serious, even though, you know, other phases of our life, you know, like our government yeah. wasn't taken as serious. It was uh, it was scary. And it it, it it put it in context, right, because in my lifetime, I haven't seen something like that. So to to witness that was um, kind of like taking a like a, a step back and be like, wow, this is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but also wondering, like, what that means for like all sports, right, because <laughs> that was like the first right. step. So it, it, it was it was definitely flabbergasting and it, you know, it was really set the tone for what was going to be the next year. Now, I remember um, I was home. They today makes one year since I've been working from home as well. And um, I remember Carl was just saying, like, this kind of um, reminds me of Hurricane Sandy, mm. because remember, everybody was like told, like, get out or be safe or this and that. And no one believed. Yeah. Carl was the number one person like Hurricane Sandy. What? <laughs> and then I remember like we lost power in the middle of WrestleMania or something like that on a Monday night. Carl was like, yo, Hurricane Sandy's here. So the same thing happened for the NBA. He was just like, I thought I heard a grown man crying. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, this is real. They canceled the NBA. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like what is going to occur next? Because NBA is like, and any sports, that's a mega money. That's a cash yeah. cow. Yeah, huge. So for them to cancel it, I was just like, something big is about to happen. Yeah. And then they we did the bubble, which worked. And now I think about it, I'm like, so, was the bubble really good for all these players who are just 
like in the beginning when they went back to living their normal life we kept hearing like they're not they just can't, like now that they're free they're kind of doing what they want yeah i think i mean i think the bubble is great for entertainment it's great for the owners great for like money being made because like you can just play the games not worry about cancellations or the superstars getting sick you know like you saw what happened with baseball because baseball really to me was the first oh uh, that sport. was a mess a huge mess like they thought, oh, yeah, we know we'll just let them, the players do as they want, because the players were not happy about doing a bubble like the NBA. Right. So, you know, it was it was never going to happen that way. But you saw how bad it was for the sport in general. So I think the bubble was great for like us as as sports fans and again, for the advertisers and the owners. Uh, but for the players, that that's a huge commitment, you know, and only seeing like I think a handful of players really breaking quarantine or getting caught breaking quarantine. Yeah and like bringing people in or, or going out um, was very impressive because that's a really tough time, right? To, to be focusing on this sport, which yes, it's your lifeblood, but there's a whole virus going around impacting everyone's life. So, you know, I, I thought it was a, a, a good move by the NBA, but, you know, something that I couldn't see being sustained over a full course of a season, you know? Right. Um, I, 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 it was different to see like, you know, no fans in the, uh, the, the crowd yeah. in the stadiums, but also and see, they live off of that. Like that gives them the drive to play better and harder. Yeah. yeah. Home team advantage no longer is a thing. Right. Cause like, that's a huge part of it as well. I mean, you know, not every player is phased by it, but fans, yeah. you know, making noise or, you know, getting in your head, like it's psychological. And I think you take that out of it. Guys are just in the gym, like it's practice, you know? So I, I thought that um, seeing the fans like on the Jumbotron, they started like zooming in. <laughs> that was, yeah, <laughs> that was cool. You know, and I think like the pandemic. My friends actually, they got to be part of it for a game. See, like, I, I thought that was cool. Like, even when you saw some, like, random celebrities or people that, like... Yeah, you know, like Barack Obama was on it. Everyone yeah. was, like, so stoked, yeah. <laughs> you know, that so, like, that's cool. just another layer to it. I, I, I find that, you know, the pandemic has, has a lot of silver linings. That was one of them, getting creative with technology yeah. to, like, still make the, uh, the... Keep the engagement, you know? I agree. So I, 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 was, I was happy with it as a fan, but I think, personally, that's a very tough call to be, like, y'all can't talk to anyone for this period of time, you know, you can't yeah. see them. You can talk to them, you can't see them. You have to stay. But I think maybe it also helped them as a team become better friends. I would, I would hope so. I, right. I could also look at it's it like band camp or like going to camp and you can't see your family and friends for true, a bit. True, but I could also see it the other way where it's like you, you can't stand someone, you've been around them so long because some of true. these people you only know like in your interactions in the practice or in the, uh, you know, Right, because room. some of them are good friends and some of them are just all yeah. right. Yeah, and sometimes you like want to keep people at an arm's length, but now you right. like seeing them every day and you're just like, I'm sick of you. So I could see it being the other way too. Yeah, but, I totally agree. Camarada, we could definitely build in a situation like that now i would like to discuss a very um touchy subject regarding this is my favorite team not in mm. history my favorite team in history sacramento kings but my second favorite team is the miami heat butler <laughs> um hero <laughs> my peoples but i the, on breaking news that uh miami heat player Myers Leonard was overheard playing a video game saying some some slur words yeah. and yeah, he was suspended it. yes he was suspended and um fined do you think that's enough I really don't to be honest with you uh so I heard about this last night I believe actually it was uh I was talking to a few friends they brought it up and then I read into yeah, it a little he was bit. suspended from activities from For the facility week. And I think it was going to be even hard. Like, I think they were even thinking about getting him removed, but then he went and did like an apology and you know how it is. Yeah. You say you say you do what apology tour mm -hmm. and um, you get to get everything clean slate. And then they're going to make sure he goes to like racial classes. Yes. Yes. He's something with that you should know from a child, but now you got to be an adult and go to school for. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a child or even as you grow up, if you don't have to care about it, why would you care about it? Right. And, um, you know, as I read a little bit more about it, he got fined fifty thousand dollars and, right. you know, he, he's he's suspended from any team activities for a week, but he's injured. He's he's out for the whole season. Yeah. So, so now he won't get paid for those little games. Which so is... I, I don't know if that's the case. I think he's protected because he was already injured. 
he might still get those game checks. I, 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 I had to look into it a little bit more, but I think he still gets the game checks. If he was no playing, suspension doesn't, in, doesn't include loss of pay. Yes. So, so he's getting the game checks still. If he was playing, he wouldn't get the game checks. So to right. me, it's not enough. Like, I get great suspension. He, he doesn't have to go to the facility. He can't, you know, I don't, he's not working out. Well, but he do. Around, he yeah, get a little time home, right? It's it's like getting suspended in school where like, yes, you're like, oh man, like you get scolded by your parents. Don't even say it because I got in school suspension and it was a great time. I, that's what I'm saying though. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying though. Like, all my like friends still came and checked on me in the library. The, the guy was like, go to lunch. I got all three lunches. It's I, I just I think that it's 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 not enough. It's what they you know, they've kind of put on the surface like we did something. But if you really wanted to do something, if you want to really hold these people accountable, because accountability is everything. And I think they're agreed. A number I agree. We should not cancel anymore because that does nothing. But I do feel like we need to hold people accountable. I think so. I mean, I think canceling could be an accountability in some sense, you know, of the word. But I will say in this case, he needs to be suspended next season as well. Like he needs to miss games. He needs to miss games when it ma- when it matters, when he can actually play. Not when he's not playing and not going to be in the game anyway. You know, it's it's a little. I think he needs to be fired. Well, I think I think firing to me is I, I'm I'm on board with that. You know, like and my thing is if you're talking about not canceling, then that means he works again. You know what I mean? No, and, to me, and, not canceling is not being like hate crime back to him. And oh, people, oh, okay. that's what I mean by canceling, okay. by being vicious to him and making sure we he never plays again. I just think he needs to be fired from Miami Heat. And whoever wants to take him up on their team will be fine with it. But Miami Heat needs to be like, we don't want this, you know what I'm saying? So you got to go. And if another yeah. team takes you, we have no problem. We will support you and where you need to go. But yeah. we just can't have that on our team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could see that as well. I guess in, in my mind, like, it's a lot easier decision when someone's more of a role player than a superstar. You know, like you saw a Kareem Hunt with the domestic violence situation, like Kansas City dropped him almost immediately. And then he gets picked up, you know, a season later by Cleveland. But like, that's what that's how it goes. So I think like if you're saying that Miami just tries to wipe their hands of him and say like they're done. And like, I'm not saying one is better than another, but if beating the heck out of a woman Compared to, unfortunately, I get it. He was saying he was playing a video game and I have a brother-in-law. I know people who play video games and you get so caught up in it and you're just saying things. Okay, so maybe I'm going to take it back. Maybe he shouldn't be fired. But okay, I understand, you know, you're playing video games and you get caught up in something like that, but that should not be the first thing you say. Well, yes, but he also paused if you heard the video because I want to listen to it. He paused before he said it, you know. So then that lets you think he thought about it. You know what I mean? And like, and I play video games too. And then, you know, a lot of people do, and you do get like really caught up in it. But one of the, the, the quotes I, I thought, I think I saw from him was he didn't know what the word meant. Like, you can't say that. Like you're as a grown man, as a grown person to, right. to, to be in this That's world. What a kid and says. Like, what, I didn't what, know mommy. Yeah, exactly. You can't have that excuse. You can't sit there and say, oh, well, I didn't know what that meant. I thought I just said it to say you knew it was harmful. You were upset and you said something to hurt someone and you knew that that word would hurt someone cut deep. So you knew the meaning behind it, whether you want to admit it or not. So to lie like that to me is something that compounds the issue for me, because whether he goes to any kind of sensitivity classes or tries to learn from his mistakes, that's all PR that him apologizing, trying to, you know, make amends is PR. Does okay. that actually do something at the end? No, he might hop up on another stream after this and be like, mother, and you know, yeah, change his name else. so they won't know it's him. <laughs> and the world we are in today, you never know who's recording you. Yeah. You yeah. never know what you're going to say. And I, I don't know. I think like something like that kind of, not that, but yeah. today something happened at work where I, uh, uh, let me not incriminate myself. So, but hey, I felt really, really show. bad for what I said, and I immediately called the person. And now I'm thinking, like, here I am being the judge and the jury. Like, sometimes you get caught saying things that you're not supposed to say. If you, if you really mean it, I guess we're supposed to forgive. But what I said is nothing compared to that. Oh, of course, it's this levels to yeah. everything, and I, and I think All like I you can understand. Like, hmm? And I'm saying, like, I told the person, like, you're lying. 
And they were like, I'm not lying. And then I was like, I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> but I think that that that's that is the reaction that we should have. Right. Being considerate of other people's feelings, understanding that. Like, and then what catching you say, yourself as soon as you say it. Yeah. Like if he never got caught, would he ever apologize? Exactly. Understanding that, you know, the ramifications of your actions, of your words and that they do have meaning. Right. Right. Like, I think that's important. But when you talk about not canceling people, that means giving them another opportunity. I do believe in giving people another opportunity. The same reason when people go to jail and it's supposed to be for rehabilitation. You know what I'm saying is that's like the idea of behind going to prison or going to jail is to re rehabilitate. Our system doesn't do that. But correct. It's, but it's, it also it's, depends when you go to jail for now, bro. I, I, I'm, I yeah, I'm not talking about. That's a whole other conversation. But just talking about it on on its on its surface, you go there to be rehabilitated, to be brought back into society as an upstanding correct. citizen. And that's what it's supposed to be. And I believe but like, maybe I mean, this is what Miami Heat is doing. Well, like the can like canceling to me is that same opportunity if someone does want to take the opportunity to learn from their mistakes and become better, yeah. having them and giving them a second chance to then re-enter society. In this case, we entered the league and play again. To say that he should be fired and never play on a team again, to me, is a very extreme approach. I agree. But I think he should be let go of Miami because we're so much better than that. He should go to the Nets. <laughs> it's a good example. Not the for Nets, Miami the Celtics. Yeah. It's easy for Miami to do that for with a player of his caliber. Yeah, right? and that's like, hard. Exactly. And then it's also like, what's easy and what's harder. So maybe I get what you're saying. Maybe let's teach him. He can learn. If it happens again, you're out. Well, I think that the, it also needs to affect his wallet. Like 50,000 isn't enough. You know, like he I know. His to me and you, that's a lot. But to him, you know, that's nothing. Exactly. Exactly. It's relative. It's relative. And I think like you start, to, people start to sec, like think twice and understand yeah. what the, like what their actions and words mean when it affects them in a certain way. And, and financially is a big way. You, you start messing with people's pockets. They'll think twice. They'll, they'll be a little bit smarter. Right. Because he let that fly and was like, hey, and kept playing. You know? Yeah, 100% so, agree. Exactly. So I think like when I talk about him losing the game checks, the game checks to me is important if he's going to play again at any point, whether they want to take that money from him up front or wait for him to have the opportunity to play again and say, well, these cup this next week, two weeks, you're going to be you're not going to be able to play and you're going to lose money. You know, so that to me is a, a, a part of the lesson, not the only thing you do, but that there needs to be uh like harsher repercussions so that we have more accountability for people like this that you know take them to church to, take them to church <laughs> and decide to just fly off on the handle and and say you know racist or anti-semitic things that like it has impact what your words have impact especially with your platform think twice especially in everything that has happened yep agreed all right let's try to um fast forward to another subject for the people right. to probably tuned out because they were like Y'all getting to um, social justice on us? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't care. It's, um, all good stuff. it's all good stuff. <laughs> um, the Olympics is supposed to happen. We know it didn't happen due to um, the pandemic. Yes. And now it's supposed to be back on and popping. Um, there's a lot of um, basketball players. Like I read, um, Steph Curry is one that's dying to go. I think LeBron would like to go again as well. Who do you think that we should definitely, definitely should be on the roster? I mean, those people you mentioned for sure. I, I just want to be entertaining, right? So like, right. You know, Seth, I, I, I want to see um, uh, Seth Curry there too, just because like he's doing his little thing uh, out there right now. I mean, for the last few seasons he has, but yeah. you know, it, it's nice to to see the marquee players out there. Um, you know, KD when, when he's healthy again, like having that, seeing like uh, even a Draymond, like I just, I want to see the marquee players out there because that's what makes it fun. Like when I watch the Olympics. If yeah, I'm because it's it, kind of like the, like all-star weekend when you get to see yeah. a mix of different players playing yeah. together for the same thing. Like to win James a Harden, James home. Harden playing the way he's playing right now. Like, why wouldn't you want to see that on, on like a, a global platform? You know, but according so, to Canada, they don't think their play, their players should go this year. Do you, I mean, Canada is completely different from us by a long shot. Um, but do you agree? Do you think that it, by the summer or so we should have enough vaccines I mean, it's hard for me to say like, oh, that's a ridiculous take, right? Why wouldn't they send people? Because it's a pandemic, right? Right. I don't know what kind of protocols they're going to have in place. And I for... don't want to be, I think it's because of also the location. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, if I remember, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but when we were at our, like, when we were spiking as high as we were in America, Japan wasn't necessarily seeing those, those same levels, even though they're right. in proximity to China. I mean, even China was seeing lower levels than we were in cases. Yeah, we uh, were the worst. Yeah, because we didn't care. And I think like, yes, the outbreak happened and took place in Wuhan. Uh, but like from that point on, 
there every country took it upon themselves and not just every country but self, numerous countries took it upon themselves to have better procedures and protocols to kind of quell like this this issue and you know i think tokyo in the you know relation to, to china i don't think that's that much of the problem if anything yeah. it's just sending people to an, like another place to go and compete amongst straight like strangers <laughs> um and i wouldn't knock canada for not wanting to send the people but a part of me like if it's me personally i might have a conversation with these athletes right because this is a great opportunity for them like yes. they, they train their whole lives some of these these, these people to have this uh, this chance yeah. you know and so to to take that from them and say well you know because of the pandemic we're not allowing it at all without knowing maybe the protocols what they plan to do maybe vaccines will be available to athletes going or they expect it to quarantine whatever it might be i think right. there's options that canada could at least entertain before or you know and i don't know if they know this or if it's been said but i just think that there's options so i wouldn't just say no to every athlete because again it is an amazing opportunity and this is something that they can personally choose uh i don't think it's outlandish that they're like no no one's going because again it's a pandemic and it, it, there's there have been so many lives millions of lives lost because of it so it, it's not like a, again it's not a bad take it's more so i think you could like maybe have a half step to it and understand like maybe there's something else we could do to get our guys there and representation yeah. there so that we might be able to uplift our people because everyone i mean the olympics is it. that it's uplifting you know especially when you see your team out there getting golds and silvers and crushing you know whatever other country you get to talk smack to your friends yeah. in that country <laughs> And it's a moment where you get to be with like your your homies and mm -hmm. experience something together. Yes, for sure. I, Last I mean, I, but not least, I never I never end the show like this. I usually ooh, start it this way. First time. <laughs> Tonight we have the Celtics versus the Nets. Who's winning? And well, why? <laughs> Who's winning and why? So this is um Boston against Brooklyn. This is like little Haiti versus big Haiti because all the Haitians go to Boston or Brooklyn. Yeah, I and I know Carl. Or a little mix of Miami. Yeah, I know Carl's gonna what, what team he's gonna choose. He's pretty obvious. Um, the but team. it's gonna be the losing team because I believe that the Nets are gonna win. Gonna um, they're gonna stay. And, and I think even though KD's out seeing what James Harden has done and how he's like just really got into his own and they've got more comfortable in that offense. Their defense has improved. Yeah. Kyrie's playing off the ball, but like he's a scorer. So like now James Harden can put him in better positions to score, you know, that too, that, that dynamic duo right there, like they, they could put up enough offense to, to hang with the Celtics, even though the Celtics before the, you know, all-star break were on there, like I think a four game winning streak and they're doing well, they're clicking on all cylinders. I don't think it's a blowout by any means, but I do believe that there's enough talent in Brooklyn with those two and then having, you know, everyone else filling. I don't know if Jeff Green's playing tonight. I think he might be a game time decision, but um, those two, are, I, I would never count them out. Right. And, and if James Harden so takes over a game the way he can. You're saying the Nets are going to win, but it won't be like a big blowout. No, no, no. I don't think it's going to be a big blowout. But I just think like James Harden, like, the way he can take over a game, he can like he can handle the offense. And you also still have Kyrie Irving. And with that improved sure. defense, uh, they, they they can uh, stymie the Celtics. And, you know, your boy, your, 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 your guy Carl is going to be a little sad, but, you know, it, it, it happens. And he's going to be even more emotional to seeing Kyrie in the Nets, you know, when like, really, bro? Yeah. Yeah, really. It's uh. You it's, can make a, a prediction dagger. now. I'm gonna start something new, and I'm gonna write oh, everyone's man. name new. down. All right. If you can make a prediction, who's gonna make it? I'm writing right now. Mm. Who's gonna make it to the playoffs? Give me the two teams. This is something new. Every time you are a guest, ladies and gentlemen, because maybe I could get some ladies. Um, you're gonna have to tell me who do you predict as of right now are gonna be the two teams for the playoffs. All right. Bring, give me, give me, give me a moment. I gotta, I gotta think this one out. So, if you gotta choose the West, then you gotta choose the East. All right, I, I'm thinking this might be. Uh, it's, it's not like a. I think it's take. gonna be Lakers versus Nets. I was gonna say that. I was like, it's not gonna be a hot take. <laughs> it's Lakers okay. versus Nets. I think it's Lakers versus Nets. Uh, they just kind of been built up that way. You also have the potential of uh, Drummond, who might end up going to the Nets, which. They, they've been hurting. I mean, not hurting at center. I guess, you know, yeah. Jordan's been filling in well enough. But, you know, after the trade, you know, they got weak red center. So if they can get Drummond, it, it would just it seems like it's almost a landslide. But I think they go toe to toe. I still take the Nets in that situation. Uh, hard to count out LeBron, obviously. But that to me is the final. So, yes, Nets and Lakers. Am I am, am I allowed to gamble on this show? <laughs> Are we allowed to gamble? 
Mr. Um, Carl, if you're watching this, can you please like comment or knock on the door like the <laughs> executive producer that you are? Are we allowed to gamble? Hello? One knock for yes, two knocks for no. Something. Are we allowed to gamble? I'm not a gambling person, but I gamble. I'm going to start something. <laughs> this, These are like, like three new things. We, we did yeah. like a lot of new things. Okay, we're gonna start a money pot. A money pot. Oh, five dollars per person. Big money. Big money. I'm putting your name down. You got to put five dollars. Oh man, do I cash app it to you or what's up? <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Um, but not now because I don't want to spend uh, anybody's money. So when it's time for playoffs, I'm gonna tell everyone this is how much you owe and this is your prediction. Mm -hmm. If your team makes it to the playoff, the on okay, the people but... who were correct, then like whoever team wins. Then you gotta make like who's gonna win. So okay, okay, breaking news. This is what we're doing. <laughs> Say the time of the playoff comes, and you and I both agree Lakers versus Nets, and everyone mm -hmm. else also agrees, right? Mm -hmm. If you are right, you get to be in the money pot. Okay. Every person that has predicted Lakers versus Nets, and say if it's like thirty people, mm -hmm. we got one fifty. Mm -hmm. You then have to declare who's gonna be the winner. Okay. And that person will get all the money in the money. Pot. All right. So, so, but, but what if they have multiple oh. people now that. Then we have to divide it equally. Like, Ooh. you know, I mean, like the big check. And then like yeah. episode of Martin, when Gina and Martin thought they were going to get the big check and then they only got that piece. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if it comes down to, since it's a series, if you like predict like what this, like which way the series is going to swing. So it's like, oh, it's going to be Nets, you know you know, three, four, what if it's going to be like, uh, they win, they, they sweep them, like something like that. Like if you predict it, that might help if people, because it, it will end up like dwindling it down to a smaller number of people. I'm just, as a suggestion, I, I'm, I'm new to the show. I, I would hope to be, I want to be invited back. I don't really know. We can figure I it mean, out. We got time. We got time. We got time. Yes. We got time. We can figure it out whether it's points or, you know, or, or it's just like guessing how, you know, what the final series is going to yeah. be, what it ends at. Well, I'm looking at the comments it. right now. And it looks like people think that um, the Nets are definitely going to win tonight by a lot. By a lot. Okay. Yeah. All like right. 20 to 30 points. All right. Wow. And huh. Manny just put, Manny, put your money where your mouth is. Are you entering the pot? He says the Nets are going to win the chip. Like a chocolate chip? <laughs> or he means championship. Because I don't know what chip is. It should have been chip. I, I think it means championship. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go oh. with that. But uh, I mean, Nets like hands down. Which I love. It. <laughs> I, I I like the confidence in the Nets, and I I think that it's gonna be a, like a well fought series. I don't think it's uh hands down the Nets, but um I, I'm I'm gonna I would go with the Nets. I, I agree with uh, Manny. Manny said he's in. I'm writing you Boom. down five dollars, Manny. Cash app it. <laughs> Manny, send the cash app. Who do you think championship? He corrected himself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Manny, is it going to be Lakers versus Nets? Call it, bro. Nets yeah, sweeping the right. Celtics for tonight. Oh, okay. We're talking about the future. Yeah, we are. Get it's with it, so Chip. <laughs> uh, and your brother, Greg, said for sure that um, Celtics going to lose tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I they're going to lose. Yeah, I, by 30, he said? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm gonna. I can't wait for this game now. Manny said he's going the same thing as well. Lakers versus Nets. Okay. I'm putting my five dollars in right now. We have fifteen dollars. I mean, we're building slowly. Let's go. You got time for the playoff. Um, Manny Carl said to kick rocks with no socks. His team is not trash. They're basura. That means oh. garbage in Spanish. Datusabe. <laughs> Well, I could talk to you all day, Steph. You know that, that's for sure. It, I mean, it, I, I, I'm, I'm here. I don't got nothing else going on. So, I mean, if you wanted to, we could just be chatting, but I know you got to end it at some point. But I'll just talk to you privately. I'm here. <laughs> Guys, this is my boo, Steph, not Stephon. 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 <laughs> oh, yes. yes Please watch is. his show with Declan and Greg called Smoking Mirrors. Smoke uh, and Monday, mirrors. Boom, boom, boom. Mondays at 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Y'all don't got to work? Uh, I mean, we make time for the things. That's that your lunch break. Important. That's your lunch break. Indeed. That's your lunch break. 
Exactly. So it's Mondays and Fridays, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. During the lunch break. Exactly. People love to talk, listen to stuff on lunch. It's a great that time. That actually would Pull be a good listen. show. Lunch break. <laughs> and then you like talk. No, I may have another show on the hit. And then you talk about like what you ate for lunch, what you hold did. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep your IP. Keep your IP. Don't don't just like be anyone could take it after this. You I gotta think wait. we could do a show called the lunch break. I mean, we could talk offline about this because I'm I'm game for that. I got a lot of things I want to talk about. So yeah, and we could talk we can, about whatever we want, what we're yeah. having for lunch. But don't don't air it out to people. People steal ideas all the time. <laughs> you gotta keep it under wraps. Okay. <laughs> Like this is what I'm talking about. Meet someone who helps you get the juices flowing. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. Like, I'm a good sounding board. I, I, I don't know if you know, general. but I'm called a, a friend stealer. A friend stealer. Yes, I did not I take know that. People's friends, and then I take wow. them for myself. Wow. So. Um, I'm flattered. I, 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 I'm also afraid because I don't want you to take my friends, but <laughs> I no, guess I'm my... just taking you. Okay. But I mean, after I become your friend, then you might, no, I don't friend. do multiple. It's okay. Just... You don't do that. Okay. 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 I, I just had to know upfront. So I'm I'm game. There's no, no so I can steal you, but I won't steal your friends. All right. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my guy, Steph Polius. As we said, he has a show with his other two sidekicks on Monday and Fridays, 12 to one, one, one to, to two. two. One, One two. two. I was yeah, just don't come sure at twelve. Paying attention. I was making sure you know. Oh yeah, I'm there. Thank I'm you there. so much for being a guest on my show. I will have you. you back so we can celebrate. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, care. say goodbye. Bye. Bye. That was a good one. He's so cute. Oh, I'm married. Um, thank you all for watching. I really, really, really appreciate you. And um, this th tonight, our president will be speaking about, like I said, the pandemic that's been um, that it's been one year. And on this Sunday, New York City will also be remembering all of the loved ones that we have lost with a virtual um, show. I'm not really sure what it is, but I. I will be watching for everyone who may, this may be a tough weekend for all because we may be remembering all the people that have, we, we, I can't even speak. I'm not even trying to like hide. I'm trying to be so strong right now. This weekend we will be, um, it will be a remembrance for all the people that we have lost due to COVID and to everyone out there who has lost a family member um, a friend, a coworker, know that you are not alone. I share the same feelings and experience with you. My heart pours out to you. As Mr. Joe Biden would say, which like, it's so true, but it's, it sucks when you look to your left and your right and that your dad, your friend, your sister, your grandmother was supposed to be there, but this deadly virus took them at such an early time. Like I said earlier in the show, this has helped me and I hope to help others to let you know how strong you are. And if anyone needs anyone to talk to, I can't tell you that I'll be the best person because my, my behind has been crying. <laughs> but just know it gets easier and it gets better and never ever forget that person at all because they were loved, you are loved and have a great weekend. Have a great week. Most of all, remember to be yourself all the time. Be you, do you, for you. And this is your girl, Deborah Voltaire Kwan's cheerleader. And, and I'm out. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for my guests for tuning in. And I'm about to go eat this um, food, but I'm going to eat it right in here so I don't have to share with Carl. Um, and make sure you watch the Smoking Mirrors on Monday and Friday. And on Wednesday, you watch the Sports Hit List with my husband, Carl Coulange, and all his goons. And me on Thursdays. We're like, we're taking over. Who wants to do a show on Tuesdays? That's all we need. All we need is a segment for Tuesdays. Hit us up, write in our comments, DM us, be there for us. And like I said, be you, do you, for you. Bye.